Hello and welcome once again to the Ponty Rugby Show here on GTFM. It's great to have you with us in our company this Wednesday evening. I'm Gator Davis hosting the show that brings you all the news, views and interviews from your local Premier Rugby Club, Pontypridd RFC. There's much to dwell on this week as the Indico Premiership Cup campaign continues apace. A bit of a roller coaster ride for Pontypridd full of ups and downs. The latest result being a defeat away to old rivals Cardiff at the Arms Park last Friday evening. The opportunity to redress that setback will come at Sardis Road this coming Saturday the 16th of October as Ponty hosts the visitors from up north, Rugby Gogleth Cymru, RGC. Our special guest this week will be the club's forwards coach Lee Davis who also works at Collega Cymoedd with a crucial role in the development of young local rugby players, a role which overlaps, of course, with his Pontypridd RFC duties. A chance to talk in depth with Lee a little later in the show, also to assess that defeat away to Cardiff and the prospects against RGC. We'll move on by going over to our regular correspondent, Grace Reynolds, for the news round update. We start this week with some information about the weekend excursion being organised by the Pontypridd Supporters Club for the away match against RGC on Saturday 27th of November. The trip offers a two-night bed, breakfast and dinner stay at the highly rated Evans Hotel in Llandudno, priced at £170 per person with no single room supplement charged. The Edwards Travel Coaches will depart Sardis Road at 9am on Friday the 26th of November and will return after breakfast on the Sunday morning with coach transfer to the match itself at Colwyn Bay on Saturday also included. For more information or to book a place on the trip up north, please contact Phil Lysette on 01443-662-561. That's 01443-662-561. We'll turn our focus now to the Indigo Premiership Cup after going down to 29 points to 15 defeat away to Cardiff last Friday evening. Ponty currently lie fourth in the Eastern Pool with a record of two wins and two defeats and a total of eight points accumulated. Eight points adrift of leaders Cardiff. In the other matches played on Saturday, Newport posted a 27 points to 16 home win over Merthyr to claim second position in the table, whilst RGC celebrated a first victory of the season by 17 points to 13 over Ebervale. RGC with Ponty's next opponent, this coming Saturday at Sardis Road, the game kicking off at 2.30pm. That defeat to Cardiff on Friday was a disappointing one for the large travelling support who had made the trip from the Valleys to the big city for the Derby Clash. It was always going to be a tough ask for Ponty, up against a Cardiff club side closely linked to the regional setup and packed with fully professional players from the senior and academy levels. Ponty trailed at the interval by 17 points to three, but showed great resilience throughout to take the game to their illustrious opponents. Winger Dale Stuckey claimed a second half try for Ponty, who were also awarded a penalty try with outside half Ben Burnell adding points from a penalty. In the western section of the Premiership Cup, Aberavon cemented their status as pool leaders with a 3 points to 26 away win at Carmarthen on Saturday. The Wizards are now the only team in the entire competition who retain a 100% winning record from all four games played. We are currently in the middle of National Hate Crime Awareness Week, which runs from the 9th to the 16th of October. 
Hate crimes are any crimes that are targeted at a person because of hostility or prejudice towards that person's disability, race or ethnicity, religion or belief, sexual orientation or transgender identity. Anyone could be a victim of a hate crime. The message is to spread love, not hate, and more information on how to support the campaign can be had from the website www.stophateuk.org. Pontypridd RFC prides itself on being a fully inclusive club open to all without any discrimination or prejudice and is fully committed to support the Stop Hate campaign. This coming Saturday during the home game against RGC, local PCSOs will be in attendance to promote National Hate Crime Awareness Week with an on-pitch display. Don't forget that you can catch up with all the latest news from Pontypridd RFC by logging onto the website www.ponty.net or on the club's social media platforms at Pontypridd RFC. Thank you, Grace. Well, I'm pleased to say that uh, Pontypridd RFC forwards coach Lee Davis has taken time out from his very busy schedule to join us this evening as our special guest. You'll be well known to Ponty supporters now. You've been the coach at Ponty about three years, I think, 2019. And in fact, the whole of the coaching team under Justin Burnell, you know, Paul Matthews, uh, Nathan Evans, Dan Godfrey yourself have all been in situ since then. Uh, how do you think it's going? You know, um, are you moving on well as a team, do you think? Yeah, I, I suppose the the, the difficulty uh, of, of it is Gitto. Um, there's not a huge budget in Ponty, as you as you're probably aware. So we are constantly constantly developing the next kind of se- senior player for for Pontypridd. Now we're lucky with the, the the way the pathway and things works. We 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 got a nice feed of players continually coming through, but those players are naturally quite young. Obviously, you've got you over the last couple of years. You've got you. Super experienced players, the top end of things, and like obviously Locks retiring in the summer. You got Dicko, you got Shelley, those type of boys who've been around the um, been around the game an awful long time. <laughs> they were actually playing when I was playing, so it's um, fair few years ago. But you've got a kind of middle middle band of boys. Then again, have been together a, a fair amount of time, like your Christian Parker, your Morgan Schnowskis, those type of those type of guys, which are growing all the time as leaders and 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 will become those that next set of senior players and replace the likes of Dicko and Shelley when they finally hang, hang up the boots. But the the interesting part for us is that continuous conveyor belt. And again, this season we we know new and no not unusual that we we've got a, a host of new players in and giving new players an opportunity. You only got to look at a couple of weeks ago, kind of young Sam Evans at eight, 18 years old, Ben Bennell. Do you mean they, they they're having performances way above the years kind of uh, as youngsters within the premiership so it's like from, from our perspective our our job is continually evolving and and it, the, the whole aim of it is to is to provide that platform for those boys to express themselves and then if they move on to the next level as a number have have done over the years doing best of luck to them and, and and it's nice just to be a small part of that i suppose so it's uh but it, it is constantly evolving and constantly challenging because of that We've been talking, you know, and referring over the years about Ponty, the, the squad being in a state of transition. But would it be fair to say, to a certain extent at least, it's a, almost like a permanent state of transition? Yeah, um, yeah, if yeah, players are, are good, and I'm thinking of who Owen is a prime example over the summer. You know, yeah. he, he played really well for Ponty and had a big chance then to go to Jersey fully professional. If players perform well at premiership level, they're going to move on and you, you've got to start digging again and finding replacements. Of course you have. Of course you have. But that's 
I think that's where we sit in the in the in, in the pathway in the progression route as, as well. And I think a Premiership done properly. That's the purpose of it. Get what you mean? It is to give those those players that opportunity to, to to launch their careers if they want to go into professional rugby. But it's also to provide the best possible opportunity for those boys who. They, they're almost having a dual career and they, they, they've got their careers alongside a kind of semi-professional um, rugby pastime as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's getting that blend, but I think it's, a, it's an indictment to the programme. Like you go back, and I know, a, a, a lot of years before, but the likes of Corey Hill and boys like that coming through the club, do you mean? And, 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 and where they've gone and, and things they've done. And, and you look at the likes of Thomas Williams, Jared Evans, Dylan, those boys that have come through now and gone on to play professional rugby. It's just a a huge pat on the back for Pontia as a club and I, and I don't think it's any different now I think we could be sitting here four or five years time and we see in a number of the current crop in, in exactly the same position that those boys have gone on to so it's uh, yeah I think it's a real uh, a real privilege to be involved in that Is it more difficult for you possibly as a forwards coach because finding new talent is one thing but um, you know youngsters I'm thinking for example the two props we've introduced this season Lloyd James and Tom Harper to pitch them in at premiership level against seasoned campaigners when these boys are so young and so inexperienced, perhaps more difficult for the forwards than it is for the backs? It's, it's, it's always going to be luck. Uh, you've got another Lloyd James, you've got another youngster, Tom Devine, behind um, ch- chomping at the bit for Ben Stevens' shirt at the moment. But I, I think if our environment is done right, you're giving them our exposure Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and and we do an awful lot of scrum time. Really, is is the one where those boys have got to develop, and we do an awful lot of live work within sessions, and and, and put the boys under that pressure. So if they're in that match day twenty three, we we know they're ready to be in that twenty three. Do you mean we? But yeah, of course it is. If we if it takes from from a prop forward perspective, particularly, it's going to take a few uh, tough outings and a few harsh lessons before you do get anywhere near that potential because there's, there's so much learning to be done. And uh, I think even more so if you remember, kind of probably eight years ago, maybe six, eight years ago now, where they took the big the sit hit and he was about the biggest man kind of one that won the scrum. Um, now now they've gone back to that kind of bind and things. It, it is a lot more technical there as well, whereas they've taken the big collision away from it. But that that technical prop will get away with more, uh, particularly the what you'll always find is inconsistencies in refereeing and and, and what you'll see from week to week is it, very different interpretation. And I, I suppose is every environment you go to with a different coach as well, you will different coaches will interpret things differently. So the, the the difficulty being is we're always you're always coming up against new challenges, and one thing you'll find a real issue one week. The week after, it won't be penalised once. Do you mean so? It's 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 consistency across um, officiating and and understanding of what what's going on up in that up in that front row, I suppose. But those boys are for me are doing fantastic, coming from clubs like Taftswell, Bather, Mountain Ash, those type of places where they've been exposed to Championship level rugby or Division One rugby, whatever it might be. Um, and those guys have done great jobs and. and and without those local clubs, Ponty wouldn't be where they are either. We've got some fantastic relationships where boys are assigned to them and are almost permitting into us on a, on a game-by-game basis so that they've they've got their clubs to go back to if they're not involved with us on a Saturday. They're still playing rugby and they still... Because ultimately, that's what it is about, isn't it? Do you mean they, they, when you're 21, 22, 23 years old, you, you just got to be playing rugby and you've got to be exposed to a, a couple of dark afternoons uh, to really learn your trade there, do you mean? So, but I, yeah. I think... Uh, it's huge what, they, what they've done and gone places like 
Ebbvale, uh, Merthyr, do you mean they've come up against some huge packs already and, and really held their own there at scrum time? So it's really pleasing to see the development. But they, of course they are. They're going to have some tough afternoons as well. But we're in a, we're in a good place. We've got a good, honest environment where we'll, Tuesday then, we'll sit down, we'll look at it, we'll go back and forth, kind of sending clips to the boys so they are learning from things as well. So you can only, uh, only stand them in good stead. As a former prop yourself, now you're trying to tell us now that a prop needs brain as well as brawn. <laughs> a modern prop. The game has moved on, Kato. The game has moved on. Not so much than I would say. Maybe I maybe got away with not having so many brains. But um, yeah, the, it, look, the, the way, the nature of the beast, the way we play the game, we play we play a wide brand, we play an attractive brand of rugby, do you mean, which we like to spread the ball about. So the boys have got to be able to, they can't... Uh, they can't just be a, a, a scrummaging type dead now. They've got to be able to get up and move around the field as well. And particularly if you look at just in our in our side of the pool now, the surfaces you play on at Rodney Parade, at, at Merthyr, at um, at the Arms Park Friday night, at, at Sardis, they're all fast tracks. Do you mean so you've got to be able to you've got to be able to be quite mobile as well? Which uh, not not sure I would have got away with so much when I was playing. Maybe better now, but uh, not so much when I was playing. The other side of the coin, you know, obviously development is key and the youngsters coming in. But again, your role as a forwards coach, I'm, I'm sure you're very happy to have players like James Murphy and Dick Amidis and Richelle are just that hardcore of veteran players, you know, to, to help you bring the youngsters along. Of course you are. They're okay, worth your waiting goals. Not, not just what they do what they do on field, but what they do around um, around the club as well. Do you mean they're... they're that culture we want to create, they they're a huge part of, and, and boys are looking after those guys. You I mean when you've played two, three hundred games for the club at, at Premiership at, at any at any level? You I mean it's a, it's an aspirational path for them for the, the boys behind them. I mean, like you got the likes of um, Jack Pope, James Little, and things coming in this year when they're looking up to boys like Murph and Dick who've played, like you say, a couple of hundred games at Premiership level. Of course, you want to aspire to you get that shirt off them, and 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 you want to do exactly the same as what they do. You want to replicate what they've done over the years. I mean, so it's they're open, honest boys as well. They they're not guys that think because they've been around the Premiership 15, 15 plus years. Some of them, do you mean that they're they're happy to take those youngsters aside and have those conversations with them? And but they also still want to do things themselves. Do you mean even though they they probably in the twilight of their careers now they still. They're still hungry on a Saturday. They still, they still want to be playing for eighty minutes. They don't want to be on the bench. They don't. Do I mean they, they? They're still really aspirational. So it's, uh, it's why they are where they are. And you don't play that many games of rugby uh, because you, uh, because you're happy with me- mediocrity. They're always pushing. They're always pushing the envelope. So it's, yeah, they're fantastic guys. And they're good. And they're good people. They're good blokes as well, which is the main thing. And your role in developing players, of course, you, you're employed. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. By colleague Camoid. And that duplicates the role that you've got at Pontypridd RFC, that you're focusing on the development of young players from the Valleys areas at Collega Camoith. Yeah, well, I, I think at Ponty first and foremost, we growing up as a Ronda boy myself, it, it was kind of all roads led to Ponty. If you were if you were a good player, do you mean you that that was where you aspired to play, and that was where you you really wanted to kind of once you got to that level, you you were you. You kind of done all right for yourself, do you mean? So it's I think we're really lucky that what we've created, what we've created at Camoid is, is almost a stepping stone in, into that environment. Do you mean so whether they, whether the boys are good enough then to go on and play um professional rugby, which an awful lot of them are, they come through the Camoid system, they play as they say the Dylans and Jareds and Liam Belchers and most type of boys have been inspirational over the years for Ponty, have come through Colga Camoid, got gone into the Cardiff Blues Academy and things and and, and the Ponty 
system has been part of that development. So we, we're really fortunate that the areas we draw off, you've got some fantastic clubs, top end of the valley. Well, you Murthas, your, your, your Triokis, kind of top end, Astrid Rondas that are working your way down through the valleys, right up to the Brecon area. Do you mean Cali, for example, Callan James now, um, and his brother Kai and involved in the Ponty squad have come from kind of Brecon. Um, those type of areas so it's it's you kind of cast your net really really wide with it offer a good service where the boys are being developed from a strength and conditioning perspective they understanding things through analysis of performance and, and you're kind of and then your on-field rugby is a good standard when you've got people coaching like uh, Gareth Wyatt obviously of Pontypri a bit of a, a Caltiro in, in Ponty you mean we've got people like Gareth coaching and those arrows are always going to kind of lead them, hopefully, to, to be the best they can possibly be. Um, and whether that's them going back to a true Oki or a Stradronda and playing three or 400 games for those, that, that's a success for us. But naturally, because those boys are, are aspirational and do want to go places um, within the within the game, they, they will get to premiership level and they are good enough. They come in out of the college at 18 and they so well developed. Uh, Sam Evans is a classic example. They, they, he played... Rugby for two years, Abercombe Boy is, is his rugby club. Played one game for Abercombe Boy in the seniors, and now he, and then he was playing Premiership rugby at Ponty. But because he's got that kind of foundation and and and, and had that development over the past two or three years, he's he's in a good place for that. So I just think it, me working with Ponty and with the college, and, and not doing as much um, with the rugby now because I've stepped into a, a a bit of a different role within the head of sport kind of role at the college, but still on field a couple of times a week and and, and really try to upskill those boys and get them that understanding so they can come through and, and they can play premiership rugby or a lot as I say a lot of them go on and play professional rugby so it's it's really nice to see it's really it's really um, I've classed as a real privilege to be part of that pathway for them It's important and the role that Pontypridd as a premiership club has got to play is important to to give some of these players as you said they, they're not all going to make it up to the fully professional level so a lot of these players, I think there's a fresh influx again this season of players from Collega Camoyth yep. into the Ponte Premiership squad, and it is important for them. It's, it's, it's huge. It is, is, a, is, a, is a huge thing that they come to us and, and it, they, by the time they leave in us at 17, 18, they, they reel to the fact if they're going to go on and, and, and challenge professional rugby and, and challenge for a place in professional rugby, sorry. If they don't get to that, their next goal, nine times out of ten, is to play for Pontypridd. Do you mean? And uh, why wouldn't it be when you've got such a prestigious club on your doorstep? Uh, you kind of we, they, they train there three times a week. They play there for their home games as, as a part of the college system. That's that's where they want to be. That's what they want to be part of. And, and re- really... Uh, Really good to have Gareth within that environment who obviously got a big Ponty background and you could just in then as the director of rugby kind of welcome them with open arms as well, do you mean? So that they wanted that's what Justin himself has always been part of. Paul's a school teacher, do you mean Dan's a school teacher? It's about development, it's about the kind of learning around it. So it's um and Justin with his academy manager background, then it, it, it like you say that's what we want to do. That's what we, we're about. And and if they do go on and become, like you say, the next Dicko, the next Richelard, we'll all the better for it. Fantastic. And then and hopefully uh, see the club in a, in a stronger place continually. Do you mean if that if that conveyor belt can carry on moving forward? You're always going to need those youngsters coming through, in you? Is it two sides of the same coin in a way? And we played Cardiff on Friday night. And, you know, looking at that Cardiff team on paper, stacked with professional players basically you know both senior and academy level from the region but they are developing players through the academy we've got a couple of academy players 
Do we develop in players, as you said, from Collega Como, either from local clubs such as Beda or Abercombe Boy? It's the same role that these clubs are playing, and the Premiership primarily then is a breeding ground for young talent. I think that's all it's ever going to be, unless it's unless the funding model is different from from a union perspective. Get though, in terms of, I, I would imagine probably after analysis, this is just me kind of on the spot, maybe narrowing it down in terms of eight clubs and the funding increases and, and, and kind of your training nights increase from two to three and you go your gym sessions. and that. Unless there's an investment into the premiership of that level where you can actually change what, what the premiership club looks like and what it trains like and it probably take having some kind of professional staff around it you mean I, I don't think it's ever going to be any any more than that so that's why it's really important that these clubs even though as you just said Cardiff were kind of loaded with developing academy players as well as seniors ourselves and Merthyr have all got um, a lot of kind of youngsters coming coming through the system you're only ever going to get that because a hero when it's a classic situation where when they do get opportunities to go and play pro, they, they'd be crazy not to and you're not you're not going to hold them for a couple of quid a month and, and, and kind of when they've got an opportunity to earn a, earn a living from doing something that's their, their hobby ultimately at the moment and can, can become the profession. But getting the Premiership right will have a hugely positive outcome at the top end of our game, do you mean? But... Uh, Hey, everyone you speak to has got a different opinion on, on, on what that looks like, do you mean? So it's uh, I think it needs the powers of be sitting down and, and kind of thrashing out what that looks like. I, I don't think it's right at the moment, but um, it does. The couple of games we've been involved in already this season, it is a fantastic product at the same time, do you mean? I'm just a little bit disappointed that the TV side of it has gone as well because I think it does really yeah. promote the market us in a, in a really positive light, some of the quality of rugby it's played. It's been entertaining, as you know, looking back over the past couple of seasons, well, before the pandemic, obviously, but um, the Premiership brand was really exciting. was, and, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of supporters are asking the same question. Is finding the balance. Is the Premiership mainly to develop players or is winning important, you know, going for the trophies, winning silverware? Is that something as a coach that you've got to find the balance between yeah, the well, two? Without a doubt, ultimately, if you don't if you don't want to win silverware, you don't you, you don't win games. What's what's the purpose of keeping score? Is my thought around it. You I mean, of course, we anytime we we get on that field, we, our aim is to win. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. That's the again, that's the environment we create. That's the that's the that's the desire from the staff. But when you are developing youngsters and you are continually changing squads and changing the look of squads because of the uh, budget constraints and the re- the rest of it. You've got to be real to what that looks like as well, and and we'll sit down tomorrow night, and the coaches are already back and forth on the, the kind of WhatsApp groups and things, and then started debriefing on the game. We've got to take the learnings out of there, and we've got to be seen to be moving forward, and that, and and ultimately, you're picking up results because we clinical in the way we analyze things, and and the boys are learning and developing week to week. You just hope the product they they put on the field is better is better and better and I think uh, again Friday night we put a really really good display together at one point I thought uh, I thought this is ours we're we going to do exactly like we'd done to Merthyr the week before we'd really fought back giving them a bit of a lead but we missed the kick to the corner didn't we and then we come back probably 40 metres out we missed the line out and before you know it we're back up in our 22 fighting for our lives again whereas it was 22-15 at that point and we could have really kicked on if we'd got a bit of accuracy there but 
we we look at it. We we learn from it. We we take the positives, which I thought there was an awful lot of positives. When you speak of the caliber, it was against us. Do you mean we got a a Welsh international tight head against a farmer? Do you mean it's a it's a privilege for Ben to be able to play against Scott in that sense? Do you mean it is fantastic? It's, and that's what it's about. I think that's what the Premiership is about. It's got to be a a platform for the likes of Scott who haven't played um, a huge amount. I'm not sure if he was injury or when he just haven't been selected. But then. What a target for Ben to be playing against someone like that on a on a, on a Friday night. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome, isn't it? And I I think the Premiership done right. It is an opportunity for like guys coming back from injuries or haven't played from a professional sense, or um, our youngsters coming through and developing to see if they're good enough to get to that level. And then you've got your core of players who play that level week in week out. I mean, I think that's what that's what the picture need, needs to look like um, a little bit more consistently. <laughs> It's a tough competition. Well, the, the Premiership Cup we're in at the moment with the league to come just before Christmas then. But it, it's a tough competition. It's, we've won two, lost two. You know, one at home, lost away. Yeah. So look, just looking ahead quickly at the RGC game on Saturday, is that a chance now to redress that defeat against Cardiff? Yeah, well, without a doubt, without without a doubt, and, it, and it's not because it's our, it's RGC. They had a good result in there against Ebbervale. Uh, we lost to ourselves. It's, it's it's fascinating, actually, and you know, within our particularly our pool, I, I suppose the, the kind of west side of the pool, you've got Aberavon and Llandevery pulling away a little bit from, from the rest. But um, looking at our side of the pool, it's it, it seems like anyone can beat anyone on the day, doesn't it? And, and that's that's what makes it exciting. So it's a it's a challenge in itself. RGC will have a, a, another challenge. Will be another challenge again. Obviously, got a good um, coaching set, but they know with Kerry Jones from the Dragons um, gone up to RGC, so that they're going to be well drilled. They look at areas they think they can exploit us, and we'll do exactly the same. You mean so we'll be we'll be well prepared. And one one thing's for sure with the the fans behind us on a Saturday, we always have that extra couple of percent, and it's uh, it's huge for the boys, for them, particularly for those youngsters to to come out and see that the level of support they get week in week out. We do see Friday night the end of the game you would have swear, sworn we'd won the game and it, 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 even though we've done them proud and um, put a big shift in you mean it was uh, the support we get is fantastic and it's part of that learning for our boys to to realise actually what this means to the supporters as well because I think um, without them guys we wouldn't be uh, half the force we are particularly uh, particularly on Saturdays Well let's hope uh, we can go for that win on Saturday then against RGC and um, thanks for joining us uh, tonight uh, Lee no and uh, for your wise words, as ever, from a, a very intelligent sure. former prop, if I can say. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but uh, we'll be definitely doing everything we can do to get a result on Saturday. Get the mic. Thank you, Lee. Cheers. Ta-ra, guys. Ta-ra, ta-ra. Great to talk to Lee there for an in-depth analysis of what Pontypridd RFC is all about. The nurturing of young local talent to play at a high level and to a high standard in the Welsh Premiership. All roads lead to Sardis Road once more this coming Saturday as Ponty hosts the visitors from North Wales, RGC, in the Indigo Premiership Cup. The match kicks off at 2.30pm with admission to the ground charged at £12, £10 concessions, giving access to all parts of the stadium. Under-16s are allowed in free when accompanied by a paying adult. There'll be live football and rugby screened on the Sky and BT channels around the club throughout the day and evening. So come along to Sardis on Saturday to enjoy all of the action. That's it then for another week on the Ponty Rugby Show. We hope you've enjoyed what's been on offer and hope to meet up again soon. 
I'm Gator Davis, wishing you the very best in black and white, and have a good week. Till next week.